Welcome to the Dream Job System, the only podcast that provides proven tangible strategies to help you land a job you love without traditional experience and without applying online. Get ready to level up your job search with your host, Austin Belsack. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Dream Job System podcast. I'm your host, Austin Belsack. And in this episode, I'm going to walk you through the four R's that I use to prioritize my LinkedIn success and really my success on any social media platform. And I wanted to talk through this because social media is a really, really complicated place, whether you are a consumer or a creator or both. These platforms can offer a lot of benefits to us. And at the same time, they can take a lot away from us as well, especially if we don't have our priorities straight and we don't engage with them in the right way. So the most important thing about social media is having a healthy relationship. And that's much easier said than done. So I can tell you that I have actually deleted all the social media apps off my phone and I did this years ago. Now, I have re-downloaded LinkedIn and I've re-downloaded Twitter in the years since. I've also deleted them multiple times as well. And right now I don't have either of those apps on my phones. I actually don't have any social media app on my phone. And the reason is because I fell into that complicated relationship with social media. I was sitting there scrolling and scrolling and I did it every free moment that I had, right? It wasn't very intentional. It wasn't with the goal of consuming a piece of content specifically or getting specific information. It was just to see what popped up on the slot machine when I refreshed my feed. And I couldn't even brew a cup of coffee without refreshing my feed and scrolling through it, right? I couldn't sit down and watch a full TV show or a movie without pulling out my phone. And this is something that a lot of us deal with, right? That's the reason why documentaries like The Social Dilemma or any of these articles talking about, you know, studies or research done on social media and how it impacts our mental health and, you know, our relationships with ourselves and other people. That's why these things are all picking up so much traction. And I know that I'm not the only one feeling these things. But it gets even harder when you start creating or you start actively engaging on a platform because now you're getting in a layer deeper and all of a sudden more outcomes are tied to this platform. And so it becomes even more important for us to get really intentional about how and why we're spending our time on the platform because otherwise you can kind of get sucked deeper into the vortex and there's a new layer of things to worry about where as before, maybe you were a consumer and you were just worried about how much content you were consuming. Now you're a creator and all of a sudden you're worried about how much content you're consuming and you're worried about the fact that X, Y, and Z other creators have more likes than you, more followers than you. It just adds this other layer of complication. So the the point of this episode is not to sit here and tell you that I have it all figured out, but instead it's to share a strategy that I found to be helpful in terms of growing and building on these platforms, whether you're a job seeker looking to get a job, whether you're a thought leader looking to build your audience, whether you're an entrepreneur looking to grow your business, this is the framework that has really helped me. So I'm gonna start by sharing what the four R's and my four priorities are. Then I'm gonna walk you through each of them and just give you a little more context around why I think about it this way. So let's start with the four R's of success on LinkedIn as I like to view them. And these are in priority order. The first priority that I have on LinkedIn and the first R is revenue. The second is relationships. The third is reactions. And the fourth is reach. So there's a very specific reason why I've laid them out this way. And I want to walk through each of them. So the first I mentioned is revenue. That's my number one R. And this is really interesting because a lot of people, when I shared a post about this on LinkedIn, a lot of people came back and said, well, revenue doesn't exist without the other things. You can't generate revenue without relationships and reactions and reach. And I will say that that is true to some extent, 
That's not necessarily the case to the full extent. You can generate a ton of revenue without having massive reach and a ton of reactions. I think you really need relationships to to generate revenue. But for me, and the reason revenue is number one is twofold. One, focusing on revenue allows me to better play the, the comparison game. And what I mean by that is, I don't necessarily focus on the vanity metrics as much when I'm focused on revenue. So if I'm creating content and it's driving the revenue that allows me to hit the goals that I have set out for myself, I don't worry as much about somebody else having more reactions or more reach or more followers than I do. Instead, I'm just focused on the revenue aspect, which is really what matters. And the second reason is that again, revenue matters. I wouldn't be able to do any of this. I wouldn't be able to do any of the other three priorities if my business wasn't generating enough revenue for me to live my life comfortably, right? If my business was operating severely in the red, if we were you know, losing all of our savings, if we were going into debt, if I was scrambling to get funding, I wouldn't be able to have great relationships. I wouldn't be able to invest the time there. I wouldn't be able to create great content that resonated with people. None of that stuff would happen. So I actually think about it in the inverse where the revenue that I generate from LinkedIn allows me to come back and invest more deeply into the relationships that I want to build, into generating content, creating content that's valuable enough to create reactions, to create reach. And that is how I view it. That's what's led to success for me. So for that reason, revenue is my number one priority on LinkedIn. The second is relationships. And I've seen this time and again, where nothing else really exists without relationships. If you want to get a job, relationships are the way to go. You've heard me say that a million times. If you want to grow your audience on LinkedIn, relationships are the thing that's going to make that happen. And if you want to build a business, again, relationships are just going to accelerate your success. So when the revenue is in a good place, and that's my priority number one, the second thing that I'm really investing in are the relationships. I'm not necessarily so worried about my content doing well or not so well. If I have some really, really strong relationships, relationships with really amazing people that are helping me hit my goals. So that's why relationships are in the second spot here. Now, the third priority are reactions. And reactions are kind of a bucket of likes and now any of the other types of reactions you can use on LinkedIn. I know there's insightful or celebratory or any of these other things, but it also includes comments and shares as well. And honestly, comments are the most valuable thing for me here. If I see an an uptick in comments on a post, I know that that post did something to generate a conversation. And that's really the most important thing that I'm going for on the platform, because I know if there's a conversation there, there's likely going to be more visibility. And it also means that I'm bringing something potentially new to the table. So that's really what I go for. But reactions are telling me what's working and what isn't. That's the data that really matters. And this is one step further down the funnel. You know, my fourth priority is reach, but reach doesn't really matter that much. You know, I could reach a billion people with my posts, but if nobody reacted to it, if nobody engaged with it, it wouldn't really matter, right? So what's really important is reactions. And reach is kind of just added in here because it is a metric and it does matter a little bit, but it's definitely the least important out of all the items on this list. So just to walk you through what this looks like for different situations, I think this is pretty straightforward for, let's say, an entrepreneur, right? You have a business that generates revenue. That's kind of your number one goal, no matter what you're doing. Obviously, the relationships that you build are going to help you gain insights about your business, are going to help you get in front of a new audience, or just going to help you grow your business in general. And then reactions and reach kind of funnel into that. So that makes sense. If you're an aspiring thought leader here, revenue might be a complicated thing. You may not be at a place where you're monetizing it. And I totally understand if you would shift this and maybe have it in a, in a different place in the list. But what I would encourage you to think about is a more long-term view with revenue continuing to be that number one priority. Because at the end of the day, you can build a massive audience on LinkedIn, but if you're not 
leveraging that to create more income for yourself. I'm not really sure what you're focused on. You know, obviously there is, you know, the feeling of, of, you know, gratitude and satisfaction of helping other people with your content and all that. That's great. But if you're going to put all the time and effort into creating content and putting yourself out there on this platform and you build an audience, you're really doing yourself and your significant other and any children that you have and any of your goals a disservice by not monetizing this. Because when we create more income for ourselves, we're better able to, use that income to do the different things that we want to do with our lives, even if that is helping other people. You could generate a ton of income and you could donate it to a charity if you want to be you know, 100% altruistic. That's awesome. Now you're helping that charity or a group of charities do better work based on the stuff that you're creating. So even in that sense, you know, if you're not monetizing and you want to be 100% altruistic, you're still doing other people out there a disservice by not creating some sort of income off the back of your engagement here. I imagine most people, though, will have some sort of, you know, personal investment where they want to be bringing something home from this as well. And so that, again, is doing yourself a disservice. If you're not thinking about how could I potentially monetize this audience down the road? What could I potentially do with this? How can I add more value that people will pay me for? That's something that you really need to think about. So I would still try to have that as the overarching number one priority. But in the short term, if you have a different set of priorities, that's totally fine. And then for job seekers, it's the same type of situation here where the revenue that we're looking for is our salary, right? And our compensation package. And our goal is to leverage LinkedIn to maximize that. And how are we going to do that? Well, relationships are likely you know, going to be the main driver here. And then if we're creating content or we're engaging with other people, reactions and reach are a secondary metric that's going to help us drive more visibility, more relationships, and then all the way down the funnel, more revenue for us, more income for us through that compensation package. So that's how I think about it, depending on the way that you're leveraging LinkedIn, your goals on LinkedIn and where you're at in your career right now. But I hope it's helpful to understand why you should have a priority list in the first place, but then also to see somebody like, my priority list so that you know what I'm prioritizing and what other people in my position might be prioritizing. And I hope this helps you engage more intentionally with the platform so you can say, hey, my revenue, my my compensation is in a good place and I have really good relationships. And so I'm not going to sit here and doom scroll. I'm not going to sit here and think about why this creator has more content or more reactions or more followers than I do, because that leads to a hamster wheel of self-doubt and comparison. And that's going to lead to some bad thoughts that we don't want to have. So we want to avoid that. And instead, we want to focus on things that bring us confidence and happiness and satisfaction. And in my experience, I can tell you that if you have fantastic relationships with people who really feed your soul, and if you're able to monetize your audience and either do that in a way that helps your professional career in the corporate world or helps your solo career as an entrepreneur, that's awesome. And that's what's going to make you feel really, really good. So those are the things that I would focus on. It's much easier said than done. This is still something that I have to practice daily, that I have to work on daily. So you're not alone if you uh, have some ups and downs throughout the journey. But I hope this helps give you some clarity and I hope this helps you create a better relationship with some of these platforms so you can tap into the positive aspects of them and avoid some of the negative aspects. So that's it for today. Thank you as always for listening and we'll see you in the next episode of the podcast. 